Good evening, everybody. Jen here. It is Sunday, April 24th. Um, today, I was just going to speak a little bit about what I want. Truly, all I can ever really do on these audio recordings are to really speak from my own heart and from what I know and from what I've learned in life up to this point. And sometimes I think in my search and in my struggle to figure things out and to understand not only the world around me, but my place in it and my purpose sometimes I forget to take time out to truly determine what it is that I want. I think we all do that. I think we're so busy trying to make a mark on the world or find the path that we're meant to go down that we don't stop and determine if those paths that we're being led down are truly anywhere near what we actually need and want in our lives. It's very easy to be misdirected and we are influenced by so many things. We're influenced by society, culture, friends, family, you know, something that might happen to us, some circumstance that we react to or maybe it's a story we've read I don't know there's so many ways that you can be influenced for good or bad on your path and so for me I'm just taking a minute to talk about what it is that I want and that's kind of a big question because um I mean, I think ultimately, I do want to feel like I've lived up to my purpose and whatever that looks like. And I want to be content in my life. I want to feel settled. And up to this point, I think it's been a, it's been kind of a, a journey and almost a mad rush to figure life out. And I'm reaching a point in my life where I don't really want the chase anymore, you know, to establish myself and to prove my worth in life. What I really want is just to be able to stop and enjoy my life. But I don't think I've ever really allowed myself to get off the treadmill. And what I really want, truly in my life, um, first and foremost, I want a partner. And what I want in a partner, you know, I can't speak to, like a lot of people say, write a list. And I can't, I can't speak to the physicalities of a partner because I've been attracted to a lot of different kinds of people, different ethnicities, different, you know, 
different skin colors, different shapes and sizes, um, people that were, some that were extroverts, some that were introverts. I don't really have a type. So I don't depend on that. I don't even know what I would say in terms of the physicality of a man. Um, what I want is a man who sees me, who is curious about me and wants to know about me, wants to learn about me. Um, I want a man who leaves room for us to grow into a love together and to grow as individuals first and as a couple second and to support each other and to celebrate each other and to be committed to a partnership. And it's really that simple. The problem is there has to be that added element of love on both sides, you know, attraction, that unspeakable thing that neither of us can control. And I think that's the magic piece that we have to make room for in our own selves so that we attract it to us. So if there's any blockages in our own internal selves, we're not going to have the room to accept that into our life, I guess. Um, that's the best way I can explain it. And so I think what I'm really been focused on doing is just really trying to clear out those blockages within myself and any residual issues that have prevented me from truly accepting myself 100% for who I am and loving myself and trusting my own path and my own worthiness. You know, I've, I've been working on that for 20 years, but I think I'm to a point where, and I've talked about this many times, intellectually I get it, but I need to feel it. I need to embrace it at every level. And so that's where I'm at. I'm trying to clear it all out to make room for that person to come into my life. That person who values what I value and is at the same frequent, operates at the same frequency as me and understands life and purpose in the same way that I do and from the same lens. And any details surrounding that are details that we can work through together because we're committed to each other and we're invested in each other. And that's really it. And it's very abstract. I can't sit here and make a list of traits that I want in a man because I I don't think it's my place to determine what that needs to look like. I think God or spirit or universe knows who that is. And I have to just be open to receive it when the time is right. But even beyond a partner, 
I'm also clearing out any relationships, and I mean friendships, any type of relationship, people that I interact with on a daily basis. I'm clearing out those relationships that really aren't healthy and aren't serving me in any positive way. And that's a process that I have also been working on for two decades, but I'm really at a place where my, I'm simplifying my life a lot more and I'm really focused on deepening my current relationships and really determining who my ride or dies are, essentially. I don't really like that term, but essentially that's what it is. It's those people you know will go the distance for you and will always be there for you no matter what. And, you know, not that there isn't room for acquaintances. I think those flit in and out of your life, but they're not the ones that I'm fully investing in emotionally. And I'm definitely at crossroads with a few people because we, we can't give our energy to people who don't reciprocate. And it's not that we don't want them in our lives or that we don't wish them well, but we can't continue to give energy that's never returned, that's never reciprocated. It's, it's an imbalance. It's almost toxic because of the emotional strife it creates, unnecessary strife. We sometimes have to let people go to find their own path. And maybe someday they'll come back to you. But we have to let them walk their own journey and figure things out for themselves. And a lot of times that's a journey that won't ever come back around. And that's okay. And then sometimes you'll reconnect down the road and maybe your relationship will be stronger or maybe it'll just be different. And I talk about evolution and change a lot because if there's any consistency or constant in life, it is change. Because everything changes, everything evolves, you can't prevent it. And you can't control it. So I think one of the primary purposes of our journeys is to be able to navigate the inevitable change that comes in our evolution and to give up and let go of control. And that's, you know, a theme that runs through my, my entire being Um, my entire purpose, my entire focus, and throughout all my podcasts, to be quite honest, because it's one of the most challenging things for someone like me to do, but also one of the most necessary things for me to learn how to do, to be content in my life. So... I don't 
really want, I mean, a lot of people talk about, you know, if you manifest that per perfect partner for you, you know, you have to write down everything that you want and everything that you need. I don't know. For me, I can't do that in the sense that I can't really paint a picture of, of it. It's a feeling for me. It's an emotion. It's, yes, there's certain things I absolutely need. I need someone supportive. I need, I would love someone with a sense of humor. Um, someone who, you know, has worked through their own crap to the point where they're, you know, self-actualized, at least to the similar level that, that I'm self-actualized. I do, I do need someone who's progressive-minded open-minded, um, intellectual to some degree, who can have deep conversations with me because it's something that I cherish in life with the pe those that I love. Um, someone principled. But what I've realized too throughout my dating experiences is that they don't necessarily have to be, they don't necessarily have to match me in terms of I don't know, for like intellectual ability or they don't have to be as well-read as me or um, they don't even necessarily have to have the same political views as me. I mean, I think they need to have foundational morals and values and principles as me. But sometimes I think what would be best for me is somebody who takes me out of my head. Somebody who reminds me to have fun and to, you know, someone who makes me laugh and wants to just go out and like go dancing and cut loose and, and be part of the real world when I can so often live in my head. So I guess if I'm putting out traits out into the universe, it would be those, it would be I do think I need someone compatible with me, not necessarily similar to me. Somebody who's going to see me and value everything that I do bring to the world, but also know how to make me better and make me a more fully engaged human being. So... What do I want? That's what I want. I want that in a partner. And I want that, I want those deep friendships that are also gonna bring that stuff out of me. I, I want those friendships that are going to pull out of me the best of me. Those people who see me deep down for, for all the good in me rather than any of the negative and pull out all the good and demand those parts of me and celebrate those parts of me, the fullness of who I am, instead of trying to make me smaller or trying to dim those parts that make them feel insecure. I don't want any part of that. And I want to be that for those people in my life, too. I want to bring out their bright, shining star parts. 
and I want them to shine and I want to be a part of their journey. And we're not going to be able to do that with everybody we meet. There's just certain people that we have those connections with and those are the people that I want to invest in. And I want them to invest in me. So I'm just putting it out there into the universe that that's what I'm looking for. Um, I'm really excited for the rest of this year. I'm excited for the summer. I'm excited. I'm kind of spending the next month. I'm doing a whole 30 challenge. I'm trying to um, reestablish some habits, some eating habits. Um, I'm trying to establish a more regular meditation habit. I'm trying to find my fun again. So I'm trying to get involved again in, in things with friends. And I'm trying to kind of step outside of my comfort zone a little bit on the social level because, like I said in previous podcasts, I think over the last two years with the pandemic, I've really gone inward and I have found this comfortable place inside myself and being alone. And I've always been, that has always been my safe haven, being alone and processing and and internalizing. But I've lost my edge a little and so that's my other challenge this summer is to just get back out there and be social and be fun and say yes to things. So I'm excited. And I really do think the more I own all parts of my true self through this journey and the more I allow myself to express all my true parts outwardly, without censorship and without restriction and without shame or guilt or, you know, fear. The more I own that power in me, the more likely I am to meet and attract those people that are meant for me. And so that's what I'm focused on. And, you know, putting out these podcasts, it's, it's, a roller coaster because you know I, I know I'm doing it for my own self-development I'm doing it to be better at speaking I'm doing it to have a different avenue in which to explore myself and what I've learned and you know really tackling different problems and issues that I deal with from a day to day internally um but putting yourself out there comes with risk. It's puts you in a very vulnerable state of mind. It allows you to start thinking about how your words might be received or how your messages might be received. And for me, it's important that I don't focus on that, that I just only focus on telling my truth and only my truth as I see it and as I know it, knowing that there will be times, particularly when I'm speaking about world issues or um, you know, politics, things like that, I, I may misspeak and I may twist words and I may 
say things in a way that don't come across necessarily the way I want them to, but I need to keep doing it because number one, you don't get better unless you keep doing it. You have to, in order to hone your craft, you just have to do. And so I'm going to continue to do and hopefully I'll get better at it. But also, you know, I think in this world where everyone fears being canceled, which isn't actually a thing. And like I said, I do have a podcast that I'm prepping on that talks about that, talks about woke culture and cancel culture and all of that. Um, It's not actually a thing. And I think when we have actual personal relationships with people, if there's a misunderstanding, we're more likely to communicate and talk through those misunderstandings to get to a common, some sort of common ground. If only we could learn to do that in the public sphere. If only we could learn to do that as, you know, on social media and in a national conversation. If only we could learn to find the common ground and the common understanding about issues and problems. The problem is everything's a power struggle. And when you're in the middle of a power struggle, you're not trying to understand, you're trying to dominate. You're trying to win. And one thing that I vow to do is I'm never in this position to try to dominate any space, to win any space. I'm not in this, cir- in this circle to prove my knowledge or, you know, prove that I'm all-knowing or whatever. For me, I'm trying to better myself. And I'm trying to put my thoughts and ideas out there into the world up against other people's thoughts and ideas so that we can come to some sort of understanding as a whole about each of our experiences, why we believe what we believe, how policies and ideas in the world are affecting us or how we see them playing out in society. This is my contribution to that. And I think it's important. I think we all need to contribute in our own way. And this is just an avenue in which I'm currently exploring to do that. And like I said, it's, it's a challenge for myself to better myself, to grow, and to, I don't know, to, to be creative and to hone my own voice and my own power and to potentially influence the next generation, including my daughter. I've always said that my writing is a love letter to my daughter and that's no different if I'm talking, like using my actual voice, than if I'm writing in a written voice. It's all a love letter to my daughter and her generation because truly my purpose is mothering her to the best of my ability so that it sets her up for success as she grows up in the world. But in doing so, I'm also mothering her generation because she will be an influence, 
not only in her generation, but in subsequent generations. So that's where I operate from every day of my life. I want to make her proud. And that's it. So those are my thoughts tonight. Um, Can't believe it's Monday already tomorrow. (laughs) But I'm going to use the rest of the night to relax and get a good night's sleep and be ready for another week. And I hope you all have a wonderful week as well. Good night.